Hi and welcome to Blockchain Beat. My name is Ana Paula Picasso and this is the last episode of 2021. Calling from Iceland, I invited Tristan Griebing, the founder of Flow.is, a mobile app and a web portal that offers native VR meditation and also they are the first meditation company to use blockchain. We talked about how we are living in a stress epidemic and how technology can help us to avoid burnout. What we need are ways that technology can actually support us and intervene so that we can kind of move back from that, that threshold, move back from that edge of too much stress where we can, if we cross that line, we're going towards burnout, which is very costly. So burnout is um, the, the most costly thing that can happen to a company, like if an, if an important employee gets burned out or it can ha if it happens to you in your life. Also, we talk about the boom of meditation apps, how Flow saw the opportunity to include VR since its beginning, what's like to start a business in Iceland, and her future plans for the app, creating value by tokenizing meditation minutes and turning these tokens into rewards. Flow also just launched their NFT and is available on Rarible, featuring art and Icelandic nature. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and don't forget to follow Blockchain Beat in your favorite podcast platform. And see you all in 2022. Hi, Tristan. Hi, Anna. Hi. Good to see you. Yeah, yeah. welcome to Blockchain Beat. And where are you calling from right now? I'm calling in from Ocean Cluster in Reykjavik, Iceland. Wow. You know, Iceland is one of my favorite countries in the world. This episode is going to be a little bit different. We're going to talk about a little bit about blockchain, obviously, but mainly about tech, well-being, meditation, and virtual reality. So it's going to be a lot of different things to talk about. And the reason I invited you here, because you are the world's first meditation company to be in the blockchain. Yeah. And uh, we are very adventurous. Uh, my company, Flow, uh, you can find us at flow.is. Yes. Uh, we started out, our first product was Flow in virtual reality. So we wanted to give people tools to be able to access the mind-blowing profound experience of meditation from their very first try by teleporting them to Icelandic nature where your mind naturally becomes more calm and you can meditate, you can breathe, you can focus, you can actually achieve a meditative state within seconds. And when you use the tools, you can have a, you can have even a life-changing experience. So that's what we started out with in 2016. We had a demo And now I'm proud to say we have touched the lives of tens of thousands of people. We've served 50 companies. Mm -hmm. we, we serve like really conservative type companies like banks, the major banks of Iceland and even the federal bank. Was yeah. Wow. Yeah, we, we like we get busy working people like you and me like, who are very uh, live full lives juggling a lot. And especially when you're working in technology, you have your head in your computer most of the day. We get people like us to actually kind of unplug although we're not totally unplugged from technology because we're using technology that's right. but that's right. we are unplugging from the 
the busy chaos of the mind and we're getting into a real flow. So yeah, we, yeah. we that's what we do. And so we use technology for the power of good. I know we're going to talk a little bit more about flow later on. But before that, I want to just take a step back and talk about how tech can improve our well-beings. Like you mentioned, we always connected. Actually, I saw one of your TED Talks. I linked down the description as well. And you talk about the stress epidemic. Now we're facing a stress epidemic. So I'm very interested how yes. tech can improve our well-being. Well, we need it to because, you know, we are like when I gave my TED talk in 2017, it's called How to Meditate in VR. Thank you for posting the link. It's, you know, the, the stress epidemic had already been, you know, named by the WHO and saying that it was costing corporations, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars a year. Well, by now it's reached a trillion. So it's only wow. increased since 2017. So it's really very obvious to everybody that we are in stress. I think for a while people could be in a bit denial, like, oh, I don't feel stressed or not. Stress doesn't bother me. I think to, in today, in today's climate, everyone can recognize that stress either impacts them personally or impacts somebody that's very close to them. It's too much stress. I mean, a little bit of stress can be motivating and be exciting mm -hmm. and we need a little stress to, to um, push us to, to, to stretch further than we normally would. But too much stress can be just harmful yeah. to the health. Now with, with technology, what we need are tools to help us to manage because we're all very engaged. We're very engaged with social media, media, work. We're on the screens all the time. Our eyesight is affected. Our, our whole body is affected, the sleep, as mm -hmm. I mentioned. And um, what we need are ways that technology can actually support us and intervene so that we can kind of move back from that, that threshold, move back from that edge of too much stress where we can if we cross that line, we're going towards burnout, which is very costly. So burnout is um, the, the most costly thing that can happen to a company, like if an, if an important employee gets burnout or it can if it happens to you in your life, it's so devastating. I mean, you, you really, it's not something you want to entertain, the burnout thing. Um, you know, burnout is very serious and it's, it affects no all aspects of your life, not just your professional life, which it could yeah. be, and your family life as well. Yeah, and I think, yeah. so yeah, we need interventions that can actually help us to 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 move away from that edge, to to pull away. Yeah. So I mean, and everyone's affected, like the you know the kids, the teens, the every at every age level. I mean, people are spending too much time on the computer; they're not quite able to able to 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 um maybe be have the this the uh, the discipline the self-awareness to mm -hmm. i mean i'm trying all the time i set an alarm at 8 30 at night i'm going unplugged i'm off the computer how many times do right. i break that rule it's very disciplined of you to do that yeah but i break yeah. my rule i'm also trying to go to bed at 10 o'clock you know wow. i'm trying to wake up early do my morning program i'm trying to do a lot of great things and um i just know that what helps me the number one most is meditation. So, mm -hmm. yeah, um, actually, I've seen lots of. Um, you mentioned also on your TED talk there is an explosion of meditation apps. I think one of the top most downloaded app is an a meditation app. Um, so yeah. yeah, so 
how exactly. how do so do you think like tech companies the app companies are already working on it or is there a lot to improve on like you well, guys using vr for yeah. instance how i, I yeah, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. And I, I hear what you're saying. You're saying that like, okay, the number one app that's being downloaded is a meditation app. So there, it is already in the marketplace. It's already there. Mm-hmm. We have audio guided meditations and they've been around since 2010. So they've been around for a while and they've really gone huge. And obviously because they're filling a great need. However, um, I mean, that's kind of like why we went into blockchain because we want to do things that are cutting edge. So we were the first meditation company that was really based on meditation to really dive into virtual reality and how to train and learn meditation through VR. We were one of the very, actually we were one of the very, very first. Like I think there was like three in the market when we started. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. None. I mean, we, were, we were in an ocean, blue ocean. We were like in a completely new area. and and the reason being was that like people a lot of people like well how can you mix virtuality with meditation i don't quite get it you need to have your eyes closed in meditation they had all these questions we were like yeah but we see the possibility we saw it ahead of the others we saw the possibility of using vr for meditation we saw it way before the others oh actually so some others had seen it they tried it and they failed so it takes actually why did they fail um, Why do you think they fail? For various reasons, various reasons. So VR and meditation is a tricky combination. It's right. not like you, it's, it, it needs, it. you need like high art. You can't just like put someone in a temple and have like a gong and, and then it's a success. No, you have to really create a real, like, it's like you have to actually uh, hold people's hand in a way like here's your here you are you're meditating in vr you're in Icelandic nature you have a guide you can turn the voice off if you want to be in silence and just be in nature and music but if you need guidance and you want guidance you have someone there and you can what we've done with flow we personalized it so it's not just like here's your meditation for today it's for everybody no you can decide today i want to breathe and today i want to move my body and today i want to focus or today i want to let go of some stress and I want to calm down. And then I want to have a full body restoration. You know, you can, you can design your own experience depending on what you need. So, so what we, what we what we're bringing to the table is something very unique, like a way to personalize it, a way to make it very real. And it's just pure nature. It's not no CG environments. So I think the way that other, maybe the other, um, the other VR meditation apps maybe haven't excelled in the way that we have, is that they, um, well, they weren't 100% dedicated to it. I mean, if they were doing, like, like I mean, I could mention our wonderful brothers and sisters in, in, in meditation calm. They, they tried to, to make a VR app and it got terrible reviews. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's because that's not their specialty. I mean, they specialize in audio guided meditations and sleep stories and they're, they're a unicorn. I mean, they're, they don't, you know, they're just like soaring in the stratosphere with success. Uh, they didn't need a VR app. They didn't, I mean, they were just experimenting with it, you know, but for us, it's our DNA. Our, having immersive uh, VR meditation is our first product. And okay. it's what we went to market with. 
So we started with the VR and then we went to corporates and we started doing corporate wellness programs. And then we, from there we grew. Now we have a mobile app version. We have all of our immersive content in, in the mobile app. And so you can see, let's say you're on a train and you can look at Icelandic nature in 360. Mm-hmm. Pure nature, oh you know, you can go all over, all over to waterfalls or, you know, beaches or glaciers, or you can go all over and you can be there and meditate, um, even when you're on a train or on a bus or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, or when you're, um, at home and you can put it on your screen, so many possibilities, but I think that's, you know, part of the reason why we went on to the blockchain, we, we became the first meditation company to move into blockchain because, we are a cutting edge um, company. We work with cutting edge immersive technology. And now we're working with on the edge of, of what's new when it comes to blockchain. So we've published our first NFTs with- Yes, that's Twitter. right. Yeah, the, the I just wanted to talk about that as well. But uh, just going back a little bit to what you said uh, at the beginning of the inception of your idea when you launched Flow, how is it like to start a business in Iceland? How well, is it yeah. difficult? Um, how did the people receive you mentioned that most of your clients are corporate clients like banks and companies? How was it in the beginning? How was the reception? Well, the great thing about Iceland is that everybody is in the phone book and you can just basically, you know, call or email someone you need to reach and walk over and, and talk to them. I mean, it's, it's such a village. That's the beauty oh, wow. of Iceland. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a nation that has a capital city that's around two hundred thousand people, and everything is very accessible. So starting a startup in Iceland is an amazing place because you have your test market, everything at your fingertips. Uh, that being said, you know, people complain because you can't really scale here. You know, you could have an app that's very popular here, but if you don't go global, then you're stuck. But, um, but we always had our eye on being global and um, we designed everything uh, for the global market, but we have been testing everything on this market. So I think being in Iceland is a great blessing. Mm-hmm. And also uh, it's been a blessing to be here in the last few years um, because of, you know, during the, all the trials and tribulations of COVID, we got a lot of government support. Okay, so we were yeah. very much aided you know so we didn't collapse i think otherwise you know we wouldn't have made it through if we'd been in america uh, no i mean then again you know we would have been in a different situation we would have had it maybe we would have had more revenue streams who knows but you know in my opinion being here makes us unique so i think if we'd been in california or wherever in america we would be one of hundreds and it would be harder to stand out I don't know. There's always pros and cons in everywhere. Of course, of course. Yeah. If you were in Silicon Valley, you probably would have hundreds of other meditation apps to compete with. And uh, you, I know there's always pros and cons living um, in a smaller country as well. And um, how was the reception when you showcased Flow, showcased your product for the first time? to a potential client? How was the reception? People thought it was amazing. They like said, this is, this. I see this everywhere. I was thinking back to our very first demo day um, with Flow, we showed it to a crowd of all the influential CEOs and everybody. I think that they could see it, you know, that it was a bit futuristic, but they could see it, that it would, mm-hmm. it could be everywhere. Um, it took us a while to actually, um, get those subscription contracts you know from the demo day to when we were rolling out the subscription contracts it took about 
three years actually. Along the way, we 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 showed it all over the world, and we we built a we built our and technology platform, and um, we created a web portal and a mobile app, and you know we we did a lot of stuff. And because we realized that the VR, it couldn't it, just standing alone, it's hard to engage people. Because you, let's, say, let's say you're a company and you have the VR headset in your wellness room or in your meditation room, it might just sit there, but you have to have ways of engaging people with the product and with the, and like how to build a community because people will be much more likely to meditate together than alone. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a lot of things that we've been learning about how to do that. Easy. I didn't know that people are more likely to meditate together than alone. I, I, I always think it would be the other way around i think for onboarding for onboarding people and to get people into a regular practice it needs to be a group so for example my team my flow team mm-hmm. we have a 15 minute moment every day where we check in we say hi we take eight minutes of meditation then we come back and we say so what did you do what did you do, what did you do? and everybody has done something different and it's an amazing way to connect and it creates a great vibe and to meditate in a group gives it extra power and impact for your life. It just kind of gives you that good feeling that you're not alone. You know, you're doing it together and it boosts you and it supports you to do it because actually sticking with a meditation practice is a really hard thing to do. And a lot, you know, I mean, if you think about the world, the world has billions of people in it. There are 100 million people who meditate. That's a minority to the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because meditation is a discipline and it's hard and it take, takes time. How do you break out 10 minutes of your day to meditate? How do you do that? If you're much more likely to do it if you're like at school or you're in work and we say they, they're encouraging you, please take your 10 minute break and do meditation. That's right. That's right. Um, myself, I'm very hard to stick to something to be disciplined in that way. And um mm-hmm. So, yeah, you mentioned that before, you know, with your team as well, before I start working, you guys have a meditation session. Can you talk me through which which companies or which areas or use case? I know we mentioned, uh, we had a prep call and you mentioned, let's say, if you have a meeting and you're feeling distressed, you're going to use that. Is there any other ways you can apply that through your workday? Absolutely. So what I love is having a morning meditation that's open for everybody. Mm. And with flow, it's kind of like everybody does it because we are a meditation company. But if you had a company, you know, morning meditation that it's always there for you, that's a, that's a nice resource. And then the HR manager can kind of encourage people to, to join, you know. And, um, and then there's also the point being where you could have a Zoom call, your Zoom meeting. Big, there's like, okay, there's a two-hour meeting come up. Let's start with a focus meditation and just do it through the web portal. Mm-hmm. Um, we have like through, through the web portal, you can share a tab um, and then you can just have a flow tab open and you can do, go to the um, meditate now section of the website, which is our web portal. And then you can choose whether you want to do a breathing meditation, a movement meditation, let go meditation, calm meditation, focus meditation, or restore meditation. Wow. Or you different, a- lots of different types of meditation, not just. Yeah. For relaxation. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh-huh. Well, it's very fun to do. Yeah. So Tristan, what are your plans for the future of flow? What do you have in mind? I know you have many ideas. Yeah, we have tons of ideas and, and we're very excited about the blockchain because this is the blockchain podcast. I want to mention blockchain. We're yeah. excited about the future because what we see 
is that when people are meditating, that they're they're saving up their meditation minutes. So if I open my Flow app, I can go and chart my progress. I have over 800 minutes. I think it's 854 minutes in meditation. So that's cool because then I can then say, okay, I have 854 minutes. Those are going to be translated into loving kindness points. So when you when you add up your minutes in meditation, you can have loving kindness points, and then those can be tokenized. So we're excited about tokenizing minutes in meditation. So you can meditate to earn. You can actually create value. You put money in your spiritual bank account, literally, when you meditate. So you not only do you benefit with your mental well-being, but you can actually earn tokens. Wow. So I think this is this is we're going to be the first meditation company to to do this. I mean, we're we're, we're working on it now. So I don't think and I don't think any other meditation company is necessarily thinking about so much about the blockchain because it's, it seems like a bit like chalk and cheese or like like a like a contradiction. Yeah. How can you meditate to earn money? You know, like people think just like how can you meditate in VR? You know, people are so skeptical, but that's it's where the future is. Right. Yeah, that's, so, that's right. So, yeah, it's a great idea to gamify your meditation. I think you, you definitely um, make people stick to the routines and with the tokens, again, a reward as well. So what kind of rewards do you have in mind? Have you thought about it? Like it would mm-hmm. be like real rewards as in uh, a token, like a cryptocurrency or would be something yeah. else? Well, we're, we're thinking right now, because we're on the Flow blockchain, um, we have our first NFT at Rarible. Um, uh, yes. Uh, so if you if you go to Rarible, rarible.com, and you search for flow.is, um, yes. you'll find our first NFT is there. But we're thinking, yeah, we're going to use um, loving kindness points would translate to perhaps tokens that could be used on the Flow blockchain, for example. And um, yeah, we're just... This is just a this is just like the idea phase right now, but I think it's going to be really exciting to be able to, yeah, in a sense, monetize or, or or benefit people from meditating. And then what what I'm seeing in the future is that when companies are meditating, like company wide, and the company is also building up a lot of tokens and points, they, mm-hmm. if they don't want to if they don't want to cash those in or if they don't want to you know use the tokens, they can donate them and help people in need, people organizations that would, could benefit from having. The meditation tools um it could create like a giving economy like you know a sharing and giving economy yeah it's like kindness economy yeah um but for now we're very busy you know uh, with our corporate clients um we have one company that's doing a 30-day challenge and so they have every single employee is engaged in a challenge so the next like well, it's a 30-day challenge, so they have 10 teams and they're competing for who gets the most minutes of meditation and the winner will get a trophy. Wow. That's that's, that's, so we're starting to see some gamification of meditation. Yeah. That could be a wrap, right? Gamification of meditation. And it's a very nice thing. And then we can, from there, you know, we're going to learn so much about how do we get those people who have no time and they don't know. They just like, I mean, when you go into these companies, like, ah, I know I'm supposed to meditate, but I have no time. But then those people, you know, they get won over when there's a competition. <laughs> that's fun. So that's what we're learning. We're learning that you have to kind of make it fun. You can't just make it like, oh, you need to meditate for your mind, mental wellness. No, you have to kind of make it fun. Make, make it fun, it- definitely, definitely. 
And Tristan, talk about your NFTs. Why did you guys decide to launch your NFTs? You mentioned they are already are they already available on Rarible? They are already yes. there. If you want to go and have a look, please yeah. have a look at our our site. We're adding more and more. We're going to have a, okay. a, a large series because our team is so creative. We've got so much artwork, so much nature imagery, pictures and videos and 360 videos. And we have such gorgeous graphics. We're a very uh, artistic team. Our, our team includes award-winning filmmakers. So we're going to pump out a lot of NFTs, not too many. Uh, we're not going to go crazy, but we're going to, it's going to be like an art collection, you know, because we're yeah. on wearable. And then we're, we're aiming to go on super rare. You know, if we can get into super rare, we'll be we're super yeah. rare. Everybody wants that. And <laughs> mm -hmm. what's the theme now? What's the first batch of uh, well, NFTs yeah. theme? The, the first, the first NFT that we made is is a, just a very iconic image, and it was a graphic piece of art that our creative director created out of nature imagery, but it's in a graphic design with a picture of a girl meditating in a lotus nice position with a, VR, with a VR headset on her head. So it's just kind of like. Kind of stating who we are in a sense. Yeah, in um, Iceland. Yes, in Iceland. In Iceland, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure like people like me, they love Iceland, would definitely be interested in the yeah. NFT with a piece of Iceland in it. <laughs> Absolutely. And then we're gonna have a lot more of those. And and I want to give credit to Fugex and Kari Syria because Kari, um, so I met Kari on a pitch. Yes, Fugex, yeah, that's right. It's a very good yeah. website about yeah, news and all that yeah they're so passionate about the blockchain they're so passionate about crypto and nfts and everything and so basically i won a pitch competition i won an audience award and because of that kari was in touch with me <gasps> and we got in the chat and then he's like hey you know i think you guys would be great for this project we just did a project with nfts for a film production and maybe you're the next one and we started talking and we got super excited about it how we can help the world And Tristan, if anyone wants to know more about Flow, where is the best yeah. way to reach out to you? I'll put Please. all the links in the description as well. People can oh, have a look at your website. But what's the best way? The best way to reach me, okay. I mean, I would definitely check out the flow.is website that you can see the link to because that has a lot of information about the company. We also have an investor page in case there's any investors out there that want to check out our opportunity that's happening. Um, also, uh, you can reach me on LinkedIn, Tristan, Tristan Elizabeth Gribben on LinkedIn. I'm very mm -hmm. active there. Um, you can also shoot me an email at Tristan at flow.is. Um, yeah, reach out and we can serve your company. Uh, we can help get you uh, set up to succeed in your meditation uh, for you Definitely. and your organization. So any opportunities, any people wants to know more, more about flow.is and also investors out there, any angel investor, VC investor, drop Tristan a, an email. And yeah, like I said, I put all the links in the show notes. And thank you very much, Tristan. I think it was very good. It's a very different episode. I really enjoyed it. Maybe we do a follow-up episode next year in 2022. I would love uh, that. That would be a dream. Yeah. <laughs> you always good. come back when you launch your tokens, etc. Yeah. Let's do Thank that. You. Thank Sounds you. wonderful. Bye. Thank you. Wonderful. Bye.